We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to the Lindley Evans studio at the ABC in Sydney for our first Thank God It's Friday for the year. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome our panel. It's Tommy Dean, Gene Kitson and Colin Buchanan. Here's the music from the Whitlam's. It's Tim Friedman and Ollie Thorpe. And then, most important of all, our audience this week from Kiama, Campbelltown, Niagara Park, Linfield, Blue Mountains, and Grace Point! (laughs) So first, as always, here is the news from nowhere. I've become a late-onset car nut. Lord knows how this happened. I used to mock people, men mainly, who would swoon over their cars, spending most of their weekly wages paying off a prestige vehicle, as if it mattered how you were transported from one place to another. But now, circumstance has delivered me a new vehicle. Nothing fancy, a base-level ute. And I find, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm in love. It's nearly 20 years since I last bought a car. Why did no one tell me how good cars have become? I plug in my phone, press a button on the steering wheel and ask the car questions. How far to Ulladulla? Or give me the directions to the nearest service station? Or what's the capital of South Sudan? And the car always knows. I order it to play my favourite podcast and it does so instantly. It tells me the outside temperature. It reckons it will send an SOS to the authorities should I crash the vehicle, which is quite likely given how engrossed I am in all the buttons. (laughs) Years ago, I'd roll my eyes when older men would talk about washing their cars, modifying their cars, or most boring of all, the car's Petrol consumption. Remember those conversations? How many kilometres do you get to the litre on a trip to Brisbane? One old bore would ask the other as they stood at the hotel bar. Depends, the other would say, as you have to factor in whether we went north on the New England Highway or whether that year we selected the Pacific. Now, the New England Highway is longer, that's true, but you can achieve a more consistent driving speed on the New England, which is why I have calculated it can mean a a cheaper trip by as much as $2. And the $2 chap would then offer to show his workings right there in the pub. No worries, he'll write them out on the back of a serviette. He can remember most of the numbers. And remarkably, the first chap would say, well, it's such an interesting issue you've raised. I'd certainly be intrigued to see how come you came by those, uh, to those conclusions. Most of the 1970s was spent having these sorts of discussions. There'd be about preferred routes, petrol consumption, and whether Ford was better or worse than Holden. Pubs had to close at 10pm, but only because the authorities feared people would go insane after listening to more than three or four hours of this stuff. (laughs) And yet, here I am, all these years on, and my new ute speaks to me in very similar terms. Every time you fill up with fuel, a flashing screen invites you to insert the price of the fuel, after which it tells you the price of every trip. I say it again, it's a base-level ute, the cheapest in the range, and yet I find its conversation considerably better informed than the typical 1970s bloke in a pub. It also has more cup holders than an under-12 soccer team. 
and headlights that turn on and off automatically. And then there's a quite sexy tarp, which makes the car's real end, rear end look really good. <laughs> At this point, I should confess that I love my new ute so much that I've been buying her, uh, sorry, yes, little, little gifts. My, my affection is so intense, I find myself regularly in the aisles of stores with names like Autobahn, Repco or Super Cheap Auto. I've never been in these stores in my life. I didn't even know they existed. And once I enter the store, I realise the truth. Roaming the aisles are men just like me, trying to find the right token for their loved one. They are love-struck Romeos, wanting the perfect gift to express all that they feel about their vehicle. So there we all are, wandering the aisles. We arm and we are. We pick up items and then put them back again. What about some wheel-cleaning chemicals? Or an air freshener with a new car scent? Frankly, an insult, since my ute already has a new car scent. Or there's the key change, which features a tiny toy car that's the same model as mine. <laughs> Cute? Weird? Sometimes it's hard for me to work out my ute's inner feelings. Plus, there's a torch, but one meant to be kept in the ute, rechargeable from the dashboard, so really a personal torch for the ute. It's not mine, it's his or hers or its. So I buy the torch. Plus a new dash mat. I didn't even know what a dash mat was. Uh, and a new car seat cover. Currently I'm drawing the line at the scent, a Nordic tree designed to hang from the rear vision mirror. But I may buckle. In the end, I'm just a man standing in front of a ute. Asking it to love him. And that's the news from nowhere. Took me to 65 to become That's an good. Australian oh, man. You're, you're, <laughs> so beautiful. You come late to the party, huh. but yeah, it's yeah. really good to you've, you've be always a been, petrol head. You've always been this, haven't you? I have, yeah. I have, yeah. Well, you've got a mechanic dad. I've you? got a mechanic racing car driver dad, so, you know, I've learned to appreciate fine machines. Yeah. I've never owned one, but appreciate <laughs> them <laughs> since I was a kid. A lot of it was just subconscious. That was so weird. I was in the car, I was enjoying the car, and then I had to drive to Tamworth, and I was, I, I was driving into Tamworth, and then I found myself turning left and then turning right and uh, it's as if God himself or Toyota or something is guiding <laughs> me because suddenly I find myself mysteriously in the car park of super cheap auto <laughs> <laughs> without even knowing where it was. You'll be giving it a cut and polish. <laughs> I won't even go into all the car analogies. I won't even talk about greasing the nipples yeah. or anything. Uh, it's, got, it's got a pretty good big end. <laughs> well, I could say. Uh, let's check you up with this week's news. Who is Ooh. swiftly about to start? Got to be. Got to be. It's got to be her. The greatest moment in, in Sydney entertainment history? It is. And, and... Except for the return of... Thank God it's Friday. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, we, we're, the op- we're the opening act. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little annoyed because she actually called yesterday and asked if I wanted to come out and open, do 15 yeah. minutes up front. Yeah. And I was like, it's too hot. It's... <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to do TGIF. They've got air conditioning at the ABC. You know? Yeah. I'm not going out to Homebush. <laughs> it's 36 yeah. and Storms hail. forecast Storms as well, forecast. so you'll have the heat. Good then... luck. No, but good I, luck I, do, little show. I do want to send out a cheerio to Tay-Tay, uh, Taylor Swift, because <laughs> oh, I, know, I know she'll be listening. Aren't you on a single Tay basis with her yet? <laughs> oh, 
Well, you're, you can, uh, we you're, admi- you're an admirer of Con. We were talking about her the other day. Yes. You say what a great songwriter she is. Oh, yeah, I'm a massive admirer. And uh, I think there's um, people imitate, but there's something in the way that she writes and sings that just has this penetrating power. I think she's uh, amazing and clearly an amazing uh, performer because the word would have got around, don't go to the Taylor Swift show, you know, it's a mm. dud. But, uh, no, the world is saying, go to the Taylor Swift show. And uh, I don't think many people are disappointed. It's, uh, uh, did you see the lines for the merch? Yeah. There were big lines for yeah. merch. You know that they're, on average they're spending $208 each, the Swifties. On, on merchandise, which is... Do you, have a, do you have the same car that Richard has doing the math for you? <laughs> 208. Well, I do know that that's 208 times uh, the amount of merch I made on the Wagga Walerawang <laughs> <laughs> Lithgo leg of my last tour. <laughs> so you, you'd be on the bandwagon, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I love the fact that Taylor Swift is PG rated. I really love it. Mums and daughters can go along and you never hear about drugs at her concerts, ever. She sings about love and hurt and feelings and emotions but never about, um, let us say, physical attractions. (laughs) And um, this actually worked well for, to name just one example, the Beatles. They, They were exactly the same. Their first... Their first song was I Want to Hold Your Hand. And the only time they ever get, got close to talking about physical attractions was when the guy climbed out of bed and slept in the bath in Norwegian <laughs> woods, speaking of the little scented Nordic pine thing from your car. So, you know, this, this could explain why we've never he- heard Mick Jagger say anything about Taylor Swift. You know, maybe he just doesn't get it. But I think it's great. And have you noticed how every single story in the news has Taylor Swift, like, angle on it? Uh, like, you know, we're hearing about Australia not having a navy, but given her powers of organisation, I bet Taylor could fix that in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and have you noticed that when Taylor Swift started getting rich, um, everything cost more at Woolworths? <laughs> <laughs> we know who to blame it for that, and it's not Tay-Tay. Well, we are no, going to get on to uh, Woolworths. Who, who proved adept at a supermarket self-checkout? <sighs> Who's this about? Well, first off, I think uh, already this has gone too far, and I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah, oh, right. Just walk out. <laughs> it's a walk out. Did anyone see that? Unacceptable. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I, uh, I can't remember his name because I'm not big on Brad. 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 Yeah, Brad Banducci. He's yeah. the CEO Band? of Woolworths, and B-B. he Brad Banducci, and he's been discontinued. <laughs> self checked out. Self self discontinued. Yeah. <laughs> you somehow think What was he thinking? Actually, I just said something, but can we strike that? Okay. Can we strike just? So this is a four corners him. interview. A four him, corners yeah. interview. And he didn't like the line of the questioning. Well, no, I know, but he, he, he didn't like that, what he just said. And, uh, well, you know. It's I mean, hard, though. We know the feeling of wanting to get your words back. Sorry? I mean, the wholeness. I mean, that's the problem. I know what you're aiming at. You should get to it. <laughs> oh, oh no, a, I, no. Well, no. Oh, he's got a guitar. But, I mean, that, the, whole, the whole, when you take the, it, I thought the whole Four Corners thing was fascinating yeah. because it is amazing to watch a variety of different people from the same company try very hard to not accidentally say... The truth. <laughs> it's really quite. I, mean, I thought, in fact, the one that hurt me the most, and I don't know her name, one of the women that was interviewed quite a bit. Um, <laughs> the one boss of, of Coles. One, yeah. one of the questions that she was asked was, Have you ever heard the term Colesworth? Yeah. And she said, No. no. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. 
on. And I thought, Richard's going to be hurt by that. <laughs> as far as I know, you branded that term Coldplay. No, I think it's been, I reckon it's Ross Cam- Campbell, I reckon, in the 60s. What? Who came up with Coldplay. For 60s they've been doing it. She said, no, never, no, never, even, never, heard never even actually said Coldplay Worth. Never even accidentally stumbled over it. They need one of those robots that says, unexplained answer for this question. <laughs> you know, unexplained item in the bagging area. They need an unexplained item. Yeah. As if yeah. you've just taken a dump in the bagging area. I hate that, don't you? Excuse my language. Sorry. I, I was I was in uh, Colesworth the other day, and and now they <laughs> they video you when you're at the self checkout, mm. and I and there was a woman there who had brought a bit of tape or post it. She didn't like the idea, and she'd stuck it over the camera. Good for and her. There, and there was a fracker breaking out. A fracker. Be, because or is it fracas? Anyway, no, fracker. it was uh, it was breaking out a brouhaha. Uh, because uh, they said, you must, you must take that. And I thought, well, uh, he didn't exactly put tape over the camera for uh, Four Corners, but he, he had to be videoed. Like, what's good for the goose is good for the now game. you got the guitar and... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. This is not original. I think the, this, this goes way back. I, I, you know, the rorting of the system, the grocery system, has been happening for a long time. All right. There was a sign on the pavement for Big Ben's square pies. There was a rainbow of plastic to keep out the flies. You could buy Peter Jackson's no matter your age. Down at the shop on the corner had the afternoon tabloids, some curled magazines, a bit of overripe fruit and tired-looking greens. Boxes and labels bleached by the sun down at the shop on the corner Well, he was a Greek or Italian And he coloured his hair When the big shops were shut Well, you might get it there The stuff that mum needed At six times the price Down at the shop on the corner Now Woolworths and Coles Are not on their own Squeezing out profits like blood from a stone Cause I learned how that felt back when I was a kid Cause that mixed business battler, well that's just what he did It was always a rip-off but you knew where you stood He gouged you on price and he gouged you real good Back when grocery extortion (laughs) Ran wild and unchecked down at the shop on the corner. Hello. First time I've heard the words grocery extortion used in a song. <laughs> I, I thought it might be funnier, actually, but, uh, but I was wrong. But uh, the, there was a, it was, but it's a pensive moment. I did enter into my childhood, the plastic hanging down, the fact that you could buy cigarettes underage. There's a lot though, isn't there? From the self-checkouts to the fact that all the fruit and veggies, they have so many Australian, got oh, more the, Australian flags yeah. than a political rally, but when you actually look at it all, it's all flown, all the lemons are from California. Oh, no, and the meat has security. Beepers on it. You know, there was those photos of, yeah, the meat has security beeper things on them. Yeah, if you don't scan them properly. That's Um, why, you know, there were all those photos of Brad when he. (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> I miss that time. A, a meat beeper. A meat beeper, yeah. And when Brad, there was all these photos of Brad yesterday eating steak and chips and I thought, I bet he didn't buy that at Woolies because <laughs> they're so expensive he would have got it at Aldi, for sure, unless he smuggled the meat down his, you know, yeah, lead-lined <laughs> undies or something. Aldi's more expensive, though, because if you shop at Aldi, sure, the meat is cheaper, but you end up buying a, bat- a battery-operated guitar. <laughs> <laughs> From the middle on. Exactly. But I will, in their defense, or at least in the defense of people making the argument for value, I am still cranky uh, when people argue, oh, Coles is charging me too much, Woolworths is charging me too much. But then they go to the loose green beans and just chuck handfuls in without stopping to sift through. <laughs> and 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 cut off the ends. No, yeah, cut off the ends there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great trim idea. Them, trim them and break them and just take what you want. Great. When you go home with your, oh, I'm in a hurry bag of beans, you lose 20% to trim and skinny, terrible ones you're never going to eat. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, you do that with a broccoli as well? Take the stalk <laughs> off. Nobody eats the stalk. Peel the corn. Peel the bananas. Peel the bananas. Take the top top and tail them. You are spending money on stuff you're never going to eat. Nobody has that much compost in a city house. No, no. And if if you're going to take it home to make a smoothie... Bring your blender with you. There's battery ones now. Make it all there. Are you you, peeling the potatoes? Uh, well, <laughs> to be fair, that's a little rough. <laughs> only, be, only because uh, I, I, my peeler is very good and I don't like to bring it out. It's a very, I have a $45 stainless steel Dutch Whoa, peeler wow. that I've had for 20 years. Wow. Some people have fancy <laughs> cars. I've got fancy kitchen equipment. <laughs> You might get mugged for yeah. that peeler. Is but, that why and you, I, and you go to a super cheap peeler and buy it presents? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you deep fry the peels. They're quite good. So I don't, I don't mind a bit of potato peel. You can do things with potato peel. I yeah. figure I've saved so much in broccoli stock. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. A bit of potato I, jacket. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. And then there's vodka. I think it's really important at the moment to mention Taylor Swift because she hasn't been mentioned yeah. in this. Yeah. And I think Which that all these prices. It's a, a sacking offence in the Sydney media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mention that is a every sacking She wouldn't have walked out. I think the Woolies prices are yeah. actually probably. Um, I think they're indexed to Taylor Swift's royalties. Yeah. Don't you think? We've got to be positive about it, though. That's the only thing. That's the prerequisite. Generally, positive. That's yeah. positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not for the prices, but I just wanted to mention her. Yeah, in yeah, question. Yeah. Um, what, what, this is a question about an American. Um, it's not about Taylor Swift, but I mentioned Taylor Swift because she's another American. She is another American. Yeah. <laughs> Who might lose their gold taps and gold toilets and even their never-surrender gold shoes? Who's this about? <laughs> well, it's, it's about the... Well, I mean, to use the words of my mother, the greatest man that God has given us. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's... Yeah, and that was before the shoes came out. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Uh, she's very excited uh, to have him back. He's so excited. Uh, my uncle was a district court judge, so it's, you know, it's kind of like two parts of the family coming together. So, <laughs> And he's, he's in so trouble. He's, so he's, he's the district trouble. court judge has basically said he's got to pay a fine of 355 million US dollars. And then the attorney general said if he doesn't mm. 
uh, pay it, they're going to start seizing assets. Yeah. They're going to seize a 40-storey skyscraper, <laughs> which will be spectacular to watch, really. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder how it's done, except that I suppose with the shoplifting in New York, it's probably been done already. Yeah. Someone seized 40 storeys. It's incredible. I wanted to seize it and sell it and then show him the money they made. So they're like, you owe us three fifty-five. We're taking everything. Sell it all. It's like two hundred million. See, yeah, you were lying. Yeah, because yeah. that's uh, the basic yeah. charge. Totally was that he, was, lying. he was overvaluing his assets. Yeah, way overvaluing the assets. Yeah, but he's got things like a gold toilet and gold taps, and else he worth something. Is there a point at which you go from fine to jail? Because three hundred fifty-five million, just if it was a traffic infringement, yeah. say, mm-hmm. there is a point at which I, I don't know what the point is because I haven't been that naughty in my car. But surely it goes. No, no, no. We're not going to make you pay money. You, you now have to go to jail. Yeah, but, but then uh, he'll just pardon himself. Well, actually, I've got an idea, and this is just, if, if you're listening, Donald, I know Taylor Swift is, so it's a good <laughs> chance he is, that um, if, if you or I have a big bill like that, you would generally, I'd go straight and check how many points I've got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so don't drop the cash, like if you're getting a toaster or a nine or a new, you know, battery vacuum cleaner. Just check your points. You might be able to get it on points mm-hmm. and you, the cash stays in the bank account. So $355 million, I've estimated, is about 3.5 billion flybys, mm. <laughs> which I know that sounds like a lot to you and, you know, to, to you lot, but that's, that's not much to him because nah. he's a jet setter, he's a rich man. Pay it on points, it goes away. It goes away. <laughs> Heard it here first. Thank God it's Friday. With Richard Glover. Thank God it's Friday, first for the year. Now, the Minister for the Environment, Tanya Plibersek, is on the war against fast fashion with Australians purchasing 56 items of clothing per year on average. Not me. Uh, no, I, I, Some, I. Somebody else is buying 112. Who right? car did the math on this? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the figure. Much of it ends up in, in landfill. Is your fashion fast or slow? And how can we convince people to love their clothes for longer? Jean Kitson, are you into fast fashion? No, my fashion is really slow. I've got things, you know, from the 70s and 80s. I'm a bit of a hoarder. I never buy anything, but I'm with Tommy. Like, who counts this? Who, firstly, 56 <laughs> items, does that, in, that must include individual sho- socks. Yeah, it? no, I think yeah. it does. Because I'm Undies. looking at the audience here and the men, actually, you're looking pretty good, actually. Yeah, they are looking good. <laughs> I was Thank going you. to say, most Aussie blokes, you know, their fashion wardrobe makes, you know, Zuckerberg's T-shirt and jeans look like Sam Neill, but you're all do- <laughs> you're doing pretty well. Can, can I just say that they, uh, I didn't know that Taylor Swift merchandise came in that size, but uh, of the three or 4,000 people here, I would say at least a third of them are wearing Taylor Swift merchandise back to you, Jean. Oh, thank you. Well, Taylor Swift, you know, she started her own fast fashion label. What? Called Taylor Swift. Swift! T-A-I-L. That is my kind of joke, Jean. That is my kind of joke. I can kind of believe the 56, though. I mean, not for no. me, but, you know, it includes undies and, as you say, individual socks and bras and shirts and T-shirts. And yeah, hell. but no, no, who's counting it? I mean, who worked it out? They, they, because influencers probably get 40,000 items of clothing a year yeah, given yeah. to yeah. them. And then yeah. who goes through the landfill counting how many items are in there? <laughs> you know, it's just no, like but we know how much we import, right? It's all imported, so we count them and they come through. But we don't buy all that. I reckon they must just... 
not sell a lot of it and just dump it. No, people are wearing them. So people say that you can only wear one uh, uh, outfit once. once because yeah. people are going to take pictures of you and put them on Instagram and, and Facebook and imagine the social shame if you were seen in the yeah. same well, outfit twice. You know what? People do not know from, from my gigs. If there were photos of my gigs, they wouldn't know which year I had done it in. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. They wouldn't, only my hair would yeah. have changed. <laughs> they wouldn't it's have insane. a clue. I don't even get fresh pictures, but I, I have. I did a thing with you once a couple of years yeah, ago yeah. for a live show where we had to have pictures of our lives, and we kind of like did a snapshot through a slideshow. Sounds of life. like good radio. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a live show. Oh, live no, show. I take it. Sorry. Live, live for the people. It was for the people. <laughs> sorry, sorry. For the people. Back to you. Uh, but me. every picture, like from the birth of my son uh, through to like them graduating <laughs> high school. Shirt. Same shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And not even like a good shirt. It was a shirt that I bought at the 1999 College Football Championship in Arizona. And it, it just followed me for 20 years. That's it wasn't I'm with stupid. No, no. <laughs> Colin, Colin, Colin is your... Is, with would be is, the underwear. I get, a, I get a high churn in that, and that's none of your business why. Yeah, yeah, come on. Hey, but hey. I think that if you knew why, you'd appreciate that I do it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, is your fashion fast or slow, Colin? I just can't remember a question ever being so maligned. Mm, yeah. uh, oh, the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I thought okay. of uh, no, I got it plugged in. Well, the, I've got to remember my Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. But you, know, you didn't think this through, did you? You didn't think I'm going to have to sing the song fashion, right after no, Tim No, Freeman. no. <laughs> so, somehow I can't imagine Tim doing this tune, but uh, <laughs> fashion is a curse. I think it nothing worse. You have to make it fit. Hoo hoo. Then then you pay for it. Hoo hoo. And even if you're posh, clothing needs a wash. You hang it on the line. Hoo hoo. Such a waste of time. Hoo hoo. But if we lose it, all say we won't use it. Everyone refuse it. Don't wear clothes. It's gonna be alright. Just put your clothes away, hey, 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 hey. Cause nothing more to pay, hey, pay, pay, pay. Don't wear anything today, day, 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 day. day. Take them off, take them off. Cause fashion is a pain, 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 pain. Don't put it on again, gain, 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 gain. It just makes you very vain, 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 vain. Just take it off, take it off. I said, take it off, take it off. Take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off, nutty, 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 nutty. And and just how wonderful that the audience have done is exactly what he said. And it's very awkward and unusual that at the beginning he said. That Taylor Swift was delightfully PG-13, and who thought Colin Buchanan would take it to Which our town? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have put that first row of chairs that close if I'd known what was going to happen. <laughs> so, I just uh, thought, you know, just ditch fashion entirely. And the word, I, I don't think, yeah, no, the word nutty, I really wanted to use it, and I couldn't. <laughs> nutty, nutty is underused nutty, now. Yeah. But, yeah, but no. Uh, are you ready for the Wheel of Death, ladies and gentlemen? The Wheel of Death. Oh, my goodness. Uh, our lovely audience here have thrown these random terms onto the uh, chocolate wheel, pineapple, nemesis, marshmallow, leech, nuts, stump, leech nuts. beetroot, hail, teenager, Barnaby, swift, sparkle, newborn, 
brutalism, and we're back to pineapple. Tommy Dean, which ones fill you full of fear? Well, Nemesis, clearly. Nemesis. <laughs> that did, guy's here again. Yeah, did you watch the ABC three-part documentary about politics? Uh, I only watched the middle bit, and it didn't make sense because I felt like I needed context. <laughs> So why are those other two men being so nasty to that so man? So mean. Why are they so mean? He looks like a pleasantly delightful old man. <laughs> Let's spin the wheel round and round and round. It goes where it stops. No one knows today's topic uh, 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 is oh, no. newborn. Newborn. Aww. Who suggested newborn? Beautiful. Lovely newborn. What a lovely positive First off, word. it's a stupid word. <laughs> of course it's new. It's been born. There's no such thing as old born. <laughs> past born. Oh, it's a newborn. Of course it's a newborn. It just got born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by definition new. It was just born. <laughs> Stupid word. <laughs> Let's just start and feel. that. I declare that right away. Uh, it's a delightful. I mean, maybe it's because, we, you know, born doesn't sound um, clucky enough. Because <laughs> really, it's one of those, it's not a word you say, really. I, I feel weird even just now for humorous in, intent saying it with anger. And even as I said it, it's supposed to be said, oh, is that a little newborn? Yeah. Oh, is that a little newborn? Love it. And even when I say newborn, I know all of you can smell that sort of hospital soapy skin. Yeah. <laughs> but it also be a newborn puppy or a newborn No. Cattle. No. <laughs> no, it can't. Those things aren't born, they're hatched. <laughs> <laughs> I lived on a farm, Richard. I know how these things work. <laughs> Like a newborn foal. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That's a horse. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, my dad now, tells... I don't know about this dog hatching facility you've <laughs> I might have overstated. Um, I've never been around. I've been newborn puppies. Yes, but newborn puppies. I've never seen newborn puppies. I once came across a clutch of newborn rats. Uh, that was not quite as romantic. I mean, in one way, they're little pinky jelly fun things, and you can tell that, you know, oh, look, their mother loves them so much. She's eating one of them. <laughs> How romantic. Uh, that's nice. And uh, we used to live on a dairy farm. My grandmother uh, and grandfather were dairy farmers, and uh, I had the joy as a young child of watching my father and grandfather uh, pull a newborn calf out of a older-born cow. <laughs> Previously, previously born. <laughs> and for all the romance and miracle of birth, nobody involved in that transaction was happy. No. Nobody. No. The cow was upset. The foal was a calf was upset. Uncle, uh, the grandfather was upset. Dad was upset. Uh, they got it out. Pretty amazing. Uh, I do remember thinking about it when my children were born uh, because the calf had the good graces uh, to shake it up and walk off. <laughs> And my newborn was a lot more like the rat. <laughs> Just laying there all pink and useless, and I was like, get away from her. I said to my wife, get back. <laughs> that is not your lunch. <laughs> That's our baby. I was new to it. I didn't know how it worked. I'd only been trained by the wild. <laughs> I mean, there were books I was supposed to read, but I didn't get to it. <laughs> Too busy doing nitrous oxide. <laughs> Was the pain pretty bad for you? So bad. Like, my back, it was just crazy. Because I had to lift the tank up to get the gas right to the bottom. <laughs> oh, that was pain. Um, yeah, so what else is newborn? Do we have newborn? It's always, but it's always it's sort of associated with that sort of fresh birth of spring. That's what I feel about it. I mean, I know that things are born all year round, but there's something about newborn. It's sort of in that, that renewal, that sort of sense of, you know, cut grass. Oh, that, I don't know why I said that. That has nothing to do with <laughs> 
I love Where's the smell of newborn I mean, cut I grass. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I like it's, it. it's newborn mulch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd say that. I mean, is that what would. we're doing? Yeah, it is. It was a tree, it's and now it's freshest. mulch. That's newborn mulch. It is. It's the optimism. That's what yeah. I love. It's a hope. You know, it's, it is a it's hope. hope. Newborn is full of, like, hope and joy and possibility, and, and then it all goes... Match the music. Keep with the positive. Please, please, thank you. And then eventually, and then they start talking. You know, like you know. Yeah, I've got a a friend of my daughter's is judging their their baby according to the family dog and trying to work out when exactly does the baby get smarter than the dog because we. we know that'll happen. We know, you know, you'll be a master. And he's quite serious about working out when is a baby yeah, I think smarter than a dog. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the problem with the Gonski report is that we've never really codified. Uh, so that's, that's the problem. What is, what is smart? Like, uh, to this day, my children will not bring the ball back. <laughs> You would think. You would one, think. One would think. Uh, yeah. I mean, how hard can you want me be? to throw it? Bring it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they never bring it to me. No, it's totally. And uh, on the other hand, uh, dog, right dog there. Dog HSC. Dog HSC. Stank. Right there. <laughs> Stank. Right there. It's like he just was born knowing. He was newborn knowing. Yeah. If there's a ball, that man wants it. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even like question. Why does he keep throwing it away? I'll have to just go get it again. <laughs> but he goes and gets it. Brings it right back. Yeah. So yeah. smart. Yeah. Uh, but uh, have we covered it? Yeah. Have we covered it? Does he die? Where does he live? He lives on Thank God it's Friday. I don't know why I didn't tie that shit into this. We, we are newborn. That's why oh, I should have brought it back to yeah. you. So here we are. Yeah, yeah. We are the new. This is the newborn. I mean, we are old, but we're new. Yeah, the new again. Newborn, we rise up like a phoenix. TGIF, newborn like newborn phoenix ashes. Yeah. Are you talking up. about reborn? No, I'm talking about newborn. Newborn. No? Oh, yeah, reborn is different, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, reborn. Wait, can you be re-newborn? <laughs> new and, reborn. You probably, yeah, new reborn. All I know is newborns. My, my daughter goes and sees all her friends' newborn babies and she just comes back with full of joy. Mm. They just give you so much. They're just so, according to her. I, didn't, I never felt that myself, I have yeah. to say. <laughs> I was just freaked out that they were going to start crying. Well, I'm just curious, though, because I work at the, the hospital and I see a lot of maternity nurses uh, as they're leaving their shift and they do not look happy at all. <laughs> 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 Maybe it pales on yeah. the 500. Yeah. I think there's a certain amount of time you can spend with them. The 5,000th birth you've helped him. Uh, we have uh, Tommy Dean, Gene Kitson and Colin Buchanan with us. Now, uh, the governor's introduced a right to disconnect mm. under which workers cannot be punished if they fail to respond out of hours to a message from their boss. What other workplace changes would make your life better? Well, Gene, speaking about well, work Tommy, in the hospital, yes. I'm going to say oh, okay. it right now, yes. right now, why is it only out of work? It should be in work too. <laughs> I should decide when I want to communicate with my higher authorities <laughs> in my own time. Yeah. Instant yeah. access. They access me on the instant messenger system. Yeah. Instant, it, as if I'm supposed to message them right back. Yeah. Well, I might be busy <laughs> with something. <laughs> like eating your lunch. Yeah, it's quite busy. Complicated stuff. I'm very excited by the idea, though, but I want to I disconnect. I like to disconnect. Uh, I also think that, you know, uh, take away, there's no, should be no clocks. No clocks at all. No clocks at all in the manager's office. <laughs> they should not be allowed access to timekeeping devices. <laughs> and then when you come in, they're like, oh, you, you a little bit late, Tommy? No. 
<laughs> okay, but what about the key? I'm here now. We only have now, don't we? Now is the only thing we have. Am I right? <laughs> there is no yesterday. There is no tomorrow. There is only the present, and I am here. What shall I do? Oh, yeah. That sounds like the future. But Come what on. about the you know K- the KPIs, the key performance indicators? You have to every worker has to match themselves against the boss's KPIs. Well, at mine, and I, you have to set that bar low. That is something that should be in the legislation as well. <laughs> Just very low. Was he there? Did he stay around a bit? Good for him. <laughs> Don't talk about KPIs. I'm my own boss. You're giving my boss ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I think. I. I mean, it's really, really hard not to demand a whole lot of things from your worker when you're the boss of mm. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think all emails should be answered at any time in a fortnight, and they should be answered with a quill on <laughs> parchment. Yeah, I agree. I think personal cause. Calls should always take priority over business calls in every workplace. Mm. I think working from home should include any home so you can catch up with friends. (laughs) (laughs) And I think simply, or if you get out of hours calls from your boss and things, you should just, you know, like you should just uh, record them all and charge triple time. I mean, Taylor Swift, she doesn't take requests after the show is finished, does she? So, yeah, I think there's a – I think bosses have got a lot to learn about what they do. Working from home and being self-employed is impossible. You know, I'm in the middle of doing a job and then I have to go and clean something. It's like way outside the work scope, you know, or put the washing on or go and do some shopping dinner. It's just yeah, but not you're a writer. Fair. Writers love interrupting the process of writing by going and cleaning something. You know, in our house, we fight over who gets to do the dishwasher yeah, because true. we're so desperate not to be sitting at the computer. <laughs> a little uh, bit of work distraction. All writers yeah. like that. You know, uh, it, they say that it took Flaubert seven years to write Sentimental Education, but you should have seen his shower recess by the <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> spotless. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think my boss is downskilling me. My printer has pedals. It is so old. I don't know. I mean, you're your own boss too, uh, Colin. Is, is your boss a mean bastard? Are you? <laughs> Does he give you a hard time if you don't make? make Sorry, I'm not. I'm not responding because it's after five, Richard. <laughs> and uh, I think, strictly speaking, that is my time. Yeah. Not your time. Yeah. I, uh, I I was reflecting on this. How to? I think the question was, you know, how do you make the you know workplace initiatives yeah. a better place? And uh, I thought the answer lies in childhood. I think this that uh, school had a lot of fun stuff, and you know they did the Mufti Day. They brought a bit of a school initiative in the eighties or nineties, I think, and yeah. you could dress wear a t shirt on Friday. And uh, I mean that's all out of hand now. I think they're wearing hoodies. Their partners at KPMG, but um, the uh, I thought bring some of the other stuff like hat parade. Bring that to. <laughs> to what, what about a good yeah, emu book, book, book week? Yeah. Book week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. School book week photos. at Macquarie Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Emu Bob at Westpac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the, the one I thought of too uh, that we used to play was opposite day. Did you ever play that at school? Where, oh, where you just you, you just had to do everything opposite. Like you'd say, "Hey, Richard, I love that colour green on you." <laughs> <laughs> opposite day. 
<laughs> I've never heard of hey, I mean, we were, we were children, OK? So be, uh, cut me a you bit of slack here. You made that up, Colin. You uh, made it no, up. No, I did no, not. It was opposite, opposite day. It was op- yeah, opposite day. But the so, problem, when you kept saying opposite day, it was opposite day, you meant it was same day. So you say, it was, this is the thing. That was the problem. Yeah. Do you think it's a good <laughs> idea? a lot of logical holes in opposite oh, yeah, day. Yeah. Well, I thought that uh, they did actually try opposite day in the workplace at Transport for New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> and, and on that day, they said, hey... We'd like you to design a really great interchange at Roselle. <laughs> and then there was a brouhaha, another one, and the guy went, what? You, no wonder there's a problem. You told me that on opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Does that explain the train system as well, does it? Well, oh, there's, yeah. I think yeah. maybe they've tried it more than once, this <laughs> opposite day. But, uh, anyway, look, it's just an idea. Just an idea. Winners and losers of the week, who were they this oh. week? Oh, did you just oh, yeah. 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 Oh, because, oh, yeah, I'm happy to say the winners of the week. Um, me, because I've managed to insert Taylor Swift into every question. Thank you very much right <laughs> yeah. now. No, the winner is anyone who has the hottest ticket in town, and that is the Taldamundi Youth Services Fundraiser on March the 21st. Yes. Taldamundi is raising money. They're having a family dinner for youth. They look after young people in crisis and homeless. And I'm emceeing it, and I want you to all to come buy a ticket. Taylor you, Swift will an, be there. You've been ambassador for, yeah. <laughs> I've been ambassador for 12 for years. 12 years yeah. And um, we're really trying. The, this is their family reconciliation program because young people do better if they're if they can stay with their families. Yeah. And Taylor Swift will be there and he'll be making, sewing up something really fancy. Okay, spell Talamundi for people who want to look it up. Oh, yeah, thank you, Richard. Okay, I'll I spell did, it. I, yeah, thank I, you. I will spell it. Uh, it, it, it I wrote it down here. Uh, oh, no, I didn't. T-A-L-D-U-M-A-N-G-E, Taljumundi. And it'll be March the 21st. It's at the Ivy. We've got ATYP performing. We've got choirs, we've got DJs, we've got, um, you know, fantastic auction items. I mean, if you if you want to come along and have a great time and if you say you're from TGIF, we'll all sit on the same table, right? <laughs> Just tell them yeah, and we'll sit together and it will be great fun. And, great and losers are anyone who don't come yes. to oh, the Tower well. Monday fun. Tell me who were the winners and losers of the week? Uh, the winners, uh, spoken of already, but uh, in a coincidental circle of life, uh, the building that I work at up at the Royal North Shore Hospital uh, used to be the maternity ward, uh, which is the maternity ward that my daughters were born in Aww. 19 years ago today. Newborn? Were they newborn? Aww. They were newborn. Happy birthday, Bobby. 19 years ago. Happy birthday. And so today I was in that building again, just as I was 19 years ago, trying to figure out where to go. <laughs> and trying to figure Suck. out yeah, what I should do. Sucking on the gas. Sucking on gas. <laughs> <laughs> and all these people, all these people, are saying, "Why is that guy in the same shirt? He was only ninety <laughs> So good. Uh, I also, but I think the losers in a bad, not a bad loser loser way, but I think this will be a great weekend in Sydney of great happiness for all the people that are taking part in the delight of the Taylor Swift show. But there's going to be a lot of sad people that didn't get the ticket. Yeah, yeah. So many sad people. Like, uh, like, just for instance, let's say your wife, say a year ago, said, uh, "Be sure and get tickets." <laughs> I said, no, there'd be no one that monstrous listening, Tommy. No, no one. So I'm just saying uh, it, it'd be quite a sad weekend. <laughs> and since I can't go home, uh, what you should do <laughs> on Saturday night is go to the Parramatta Riverside Theatre where I'll be performing comedy. Yes. <laughs> 
Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night. Colin, who were the winners and losers? Well, just to be a little gratuitous, uh, Taylor Swift uh, is the loser because Colin Buchanan released a new single this week and it's really, <laughs> it's really uh, you know, on the day of her first show in Sydney. And so the, the audience there, these 65,000 people who are going, are going to be very distracted. Because <laughs> uh, there's nothing they're worse. They're going to like, be torn. The, well, they're going to be looking at their phones going, I love this yeah. song so much, I'm just going to listen to it again. And yeah. Give us the start of the song. So, uh, just the start uh, of the song. Uh, uh, okay, the I, I, I wasn't ready for this. No, so. no, no, no. Um, you got yeah, a minute. Yeah, so. you got a minute. Yeah, boy, um, boy in a car, car in a field, field by road down in Tassie. Dad in the car. Steady as she goes in a field by a road and I'm passing We had Alan Jackson on listening to Drive It was a song about a kid in a jeep with a dad by her side There's songs that you hear and you feel and you see That's what I love, that's what I love about country It is a beautiful song. Um, look it up online. He played it for us earlier in the week on the radio. It's a fabulous song about how the best country songs, when you listen to them on the radio, sometimes you look out the window and you see the same scene being played out as the song that is being sung oh, on the radio. And you know that Taylor Swift every night does like a secret song in the acoustic section of her show. And, and this is going to be this the This is going to be the one. <laughs> Please thank Tommy Dean, Gene Ketson and Colin Buchanan. Thank you for being part of Thank God It's Friday next week. Wendy Harmer, Tommy Dean and Rebecca De Unamuno. Music from opera superstar Jessapina Gretsch from Opera Australia's Attraction of the Magic. Until then, I'm Richard Glover.